The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Hi there, and welcome to the Electric Vicuna Podcast, episode 40, with original audio drama from 13 years of production. I'm Jack Ward. Before superheroes became the largest box office winners year after year in Hollywood, I wanted to bring out my love of comics into the audio world. You know, of course, there's been a lot of superhero radio plays through the years. Superman, Batman, Red Panda, and Feedback are just some that come off the top of my head. I love the idea of following a new world of superheroes and coming up with the rules that allow them to exist. What would our world look like with superheroes? And, you know, with a new technology coming out, that may come sooner than we think. Here's two shots at some superheroes from EVP with Blue Defender and Any Man. Enjoy. Good morning, Mr. Fairchild. Lovely day, isn't it? Please, Mr. Riddell, it's been almost five years you've worked here. Hell, even my dad never let you call him Mr. Fairchild. You do your father proud, son. You kept this place busy since he passed. Well, you've seen us through the worst, Mr. Riddell. You're always here at 7.45. I can barely get out of bed at that time. No one ever comes before 8.30. Why so early? Mm, habit, mostly. And the floors need sweeping. Besides, I get my best thinking done in the morning, cleaning up before the customers come. You should be thinking about retirement, Mr. Riddell. I, I do good work, Mr. Fairchild. Of course you do. That's not what I meant. I mean, you've been here for what? Fifteen years. Fifteen years now. Don't you think about retirement? What would I do? I don't know. Relax. Enjoy the golden years. Go holiday somewhere. Do something that doesn't require pushing a broom or bagging produce. I can work more if you need someone else. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just worried about you, Ben. You're all alone. Don't you have any family? I've got you, Mr. Fairchild. That you do. That you do. Well, uh, better turn the sign round and get the teeming masses in, don't you think? And you're wrong about the golden years. They were a long time ago. Yeah, well, some of us think that the best days are yet to come, Mr. Riddell. I sure don't want to be running this place all my life. There's worse things. So when were the golden years for you? Oh, back when I was about your age. (laughs) That was the time. War was over. We all had our lives stretching out before us like, like a yellow brick road. How old are you now? 76. Today, in fact. Today. Your birthday's today. Well, what are you doing here? What? I mean, take the day off. It's your birthday, for Christ's sakes. I'd really rather... Hey, my dad insisted that a man's birthday was not a time to work. Go for a picnic. Get a date. Go to the movies. The movies? Sure. They got matinees. You can phone up one of your girlfriends and... (laughs) I don't know any ladies who... Please, Mr. Riddell. Just go and have some fun, okay? For me, I've got this place. As you can see, they aren't exactly banging down the door for milk and bread this morning. It's a nice day. Go for a walk. Don't worry about the pay. This is a paid holiday. Well, maybe I could take in a movie if... 
If you say so, Mr. Fairchild. Tom. Tom. Thanks. You have fun today, okay? Okay. Tom. I haven't been to a movie palace in years. I don't think they even have movie palaces anymore, really. They're more like movie ruins. Everyone goes to those multiplexes. I love the gold and red curtains. The old days, they were converted theaters, stage and all. One step from here to another place. The old Regal Theater should be just around the... I don't know, what's this? This is the Regal, but it looks closed down. Looks like someone's made it into a store. Hmm. Lights on inside. There's no sign out front. Hello? Is anyone in here? Good morning. My first customer. You're a little late. Late? I, uh, I was looking for the Regal Theater. Is it closed down? Oh, for some years now. But please, look around. I'm sure you'll find exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> exactly what I'm looking for, huh? What are these? Oh, please be careful. They may look like rocks, but pterodactyl eggs are very fragile. Pterodactyl eggs, of course. I don't suppose you have any unicorn horn, too? In our mythological section in the back, near the books of Alexandria. But you're more of a modern myth person. This way, please. Wow. Look at this place. It's like you raided every old set in Hollywood. Recognize anything? Oh my, you're kidding, right? That looks like Rocket Man's rocket pack. That it is. And those are the pair of ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz? One of the pairs. These are a little more special than the Debbie Reynolds collection. These were provided by the estate of L. Frank Baum to Samuel Goldwyn. They were too rare to use on the set. I don't, I... Oh, it can't be. It is. That's the costume that Douglas Fairbanks wore in The Thief of Baghdad. You're sure about that? My dad took me to it about a dozen times when I was a kid. Yes. But but it's in perfect condition. And this, it's... It's the same kind of bow Errol Flynn used in Robin Hood. The very same bow. But... But it's in mint condition. I think there's one costume here that is just your size. Ah, here we are. Well, take it. This, this isn't, this isn't possible. Getting a cab in the city at rush hour, that's not possible. This is just a blue costume with black gloves, boots, and a cowl. This is the mantle of the Blue Defender. Now, how would that be possible? Imagine the odds on that. The Blue Defender would be, hmm, 74, 75? 76. (laughs) Today. It's your birthday today, Mr. Riddell. Allow me to wrap it up. No. 
No, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't. We only turned 76 once, Mr. Riddell. How do you know my name? Benny Riddell was the Blue Avenger, if my mind serves me. The Marquis said Jack Ryder. Oh, but that's just a stage name, isn't it, Mr. Riddell? It's not who the Blue Defender truly is. I think I'd better go. I, I don't feel well. Oh, the past can do that to you sometimes. It's raw, just beneath the surface. It may be the past, but it doesn't mean it's behind us. Thank, thank you for the memories. I'm sorry, I, I can't buy anything. Nonsense. This is your birthday, and this belongs to you. You are the Blue Defender. That was such a long time ago. In a different age. There's no such thing as cereals anymore. Times change. People rarely do. Thank you, I... Thank you. Stop it, Ben. You're shaking like a teenager. You're liable to have a stroke. That that shop owner, he, he just rattled you, that's all. Sounded like he knew everything about you, but... That's impossible. He's just a crazy old collector, that's it. What a collection. No wonder he doesn't advertise. Everything would be stolen in one night and sold on eBay if they only knew. Still have no leads on the radial city rapist. City councilor Darren Ludick has been quoted in saying he believes that the police have abandoned the east side, letting the hoodlums run rampant. Gang violence is on the rise in... Doesn't matter if you have 100 channels or just one. There's never nothing on. What did he say? Wait until I get home to try it on? That's just foolishness. What do I want to do? Put on a costume I haven't worn since I was 23? And see how badly my skin sags? I should just put it away. I don't know what I was thinking, accepting it. What am I going to do with this whole thing? Food for moths. That's all we are. Well, it's not like anyone's gonna come in and see how much of a fool I look. I'll just take off my pants and shoes and shirt. It'll fit fine over the undershirt. There. <laughs> sure, loose fitting. I remember how tight it used to be over my biceps. Just need to put on the cowl now. Feet have swollen a bit with age, I think. The boots are really tight. Strange. Feels tighter somehow. I wonder if the costume is shrinking a little now that it's on. Oh, well, let's get it over with. Just one look in the mirror at the 76-year-old blue... What the... That woman in the alley being attacked. Hey, you! Leave her alone! Please, please help me! No time to call the police. Got to leave over the sill and take the fire escape. Stop, I say! What the hell are you? You're under arrest, son. Don't make it worse on yourself. You trying to be funny? Showing up in a freaking costume? What are you? Some badass superhero? Unless you got a gun in that spandex freak, turn yourself around and go back to your nuthouse... Or I'll carve you up like I'll carve up this little slut if she makes another noise. Please, God, please! He's right. What am I doing? I, I, I didn't even think. 
He's an animal, and I'm... I'm lucky I didn't break my leg jumping down for the fire escape. The only thing I can do is call 911 and let the police handle the only... Please, don't go. Please. Shut up, bitch. God. Long freak job. No. What? No. This is how it's going to work, son. You're going to put down the knife. You're going to step away from the young lady, and you're going to come quietly. I warned you, freak. <laughs> Stay down, son. The boys in blue will be here soon, I expect. Don't hit me again. Bastard! That is unnecessary. The hell it is! He surrendered. Let go of me. It's over, young lady. You're safe now. Who are you, anyway? That doesn't matter. Are you all right? He tried to rape me. You're safe now. I promise. I... What? What is it? Allison. You look like you've seen a ghost. Allie, I can't believe it's you. Look, thank you for helping me, really. But I've got to go now. Allie, don't go. Don't let that bastard go. I've got to sell. I'll call the cops. I'll tell them what you did, but I've got to go now. I'm late. I've got to go. Allison! The rapist is still out for the count. I push myself up against the wreck of a car. In a glance... I can't believe what I see in the broken side mirror. It's me. The reflection is me. Fifty years ago. The costume. No wonder it's so tight. I didn't notice. No time to notice. Just, just reacted when I heard the scream. But now, it's not possible. My body is young. My biceps chafing the suit like it used to. I have biceps. Pull off my glove to see. There's no liver spots in my hand. This is impossible. I just followed her scream. I'm not even out of breath. Ran down three flights of steps and sidestepped his blow like I was back in my college wrestling days. He he had a knife. So much to absorb. I, I just followed the scream. The scream. The scream. Allie. No. No, it can't be Allison. But it was. I'll never forget her face. The face of the sister of the man I killed. I've got to follow her and make sense of this all. Blue Defender Rebirth, Part 1, was written and directed by Jack J. Ward and stars Julia Rossborough as Carrie, Dick Circum as Matthew, Matt Gale as Tom, Ken McAlpine as the Anchorman, Jack Ward as the Rapist, and starring John Bell as the Blue Defender. Audio recording by Shannon Hilchey. The music was written and performed by Sharon B. Post-production work by John Bell, courtesy of Bells in the Bat Free podcast. The Consortium Comics Hero Anthology series is an Electric Vicuna production. Yet he walks without a trace. In this time, everything is bought or sold. 
yet there is no price he will pay for justice. He is everywhere and nowhere. He is no one. He is any man. Things get brighter. It all happens at once and I find my head lifting like someone turning up the dimmer switch to my life. How do you feel? My eyes are blurry like they're full of tears and dry all at the same time. I can't get focused. When things finally do snap into place, I'm sitting in a cold gunmetal room. Two nondescript guys are sitting at a metal table across from me. That's when I realize I'm sitting on a metal chair. How do you feel? Strange. Do you know where you are? No. Please tell us your name for the record. The one guy opens a folder with some kind of form on it and a sharpened pencil. They both look bored at my confusion. That's when I turn my head and see the window. Please, take your seat. It's like looking at a formless doll of a human being. I raise my fingers to what should be my face. Listen carefully. Sit down. And then I sit down. Just like that. The guy sighs. I can hear it in his voice. Let's try this again. Listen carefully. Get off the floor. Straighten your chair. Sit on it. And that's exactly what I do. He flips the page and then looks back at me. Both their ties are dark blue. Both shirts a stark white. I turn my head back to look at the window. It's a darkened two-way mirror, and what looks to me like a silver mannequin head is where my own face should be. Like a broad stroke where the head is formed from one material. Indents where I should be, and a nose, not even a slit for a mouth. All the curves of a real face, but none of the detail. The first guy is talking again. What's your name? And that's when I realize I don't know what my face looks like. I just know the mannequin in the mirror isn't me. I don't know. What do you know about yesterday? It's unnerving seeing the mannequin's silver head in the mirror move as if it's speaking. And yet there's no mouth. No blinking. I don't feel different. And yet I know it's me. Yesterday. My head snaps back to the two men at the table. I don't remember. I I can't think. Excellent. Listen carefully. Stand up. Behind you on the table is a small petri dish. Go to it. Look inside. Yes, it's a single hair. Yes, that's it. Pick it up. I pick up the hair with something that looks like a mannequin silver hand. And yet I can feel it like it's my own. Every sensation of the hair can be felt. It even feels coarse. Something happens. I rub my eyes like they are out of focus again. I get dizzy. Almost fall down. What's happening? Amazing. The transmogrification process is so much faster than in the lab results. The latest RNA recombinants work nearly instantly. The latest RNA recombinants work nearly instantly. He'll be ready for the assignment much sooner than forecast. No. Put him out for now. No! No!
Miriam? Fascinating. Who, who are you? What did you just say? Where are you? You were sleeping, and when you woke, you said someone's name. I, I did? Who? That's what I wanted to know. I can't remember. Why does my head hurt so much? It's like your voice is digging into my mind. Well, that's an apt description. You see, I am in your mind. I am in your thoughts. How? Do you know that the human body gives off enough energy that even while they're sleeping, anyone wants can be harvested for use? Not very efficient. We have a spillover of energy. Where am I? Quite right, my friend. I apologize. We don't have a lot of time. My name? is Dr. Faustus. Very funny. I suppose I'm Mephistopheles. Fascinating. No, of course not. You simply have no name. Where am I? I'm coming to that. We're going to have to take this one step at a time. You can call me Faustus. I'm your handler. My handler? My handler? Bad choice of words. Your companion on this voyage. You are hearing my voice as we've installed a special biological unit that taps into your ear canal and allows you to hear my instructions. Uh-huh. Please believe me, this may sound like something out of a Biss Straker comic, but I assure you that the human body produces enough electricity and is an excellent conductor for receiving and sending signals when properly modified. <sighs> receiving and sending? Of course. There's a sub-vocalizer installed as well that picks up your voice and even some ambient noise. Or the best at the post office. Post office? That's right. You work for the post office now, as do I. Not the letter carrier variety, of course. It's just what we call ourselves. Who? Who calls themselves? All in good time. For now, we've got a job to do. I I'm not doing anything. You see, that's the problem. You don't have a choice. Listen carefully. Sit down. How? How did you do that? I told you, you didn't have a choice. Listen carefully. You'll follow my instructions to the letter, like a good postman. I will follow your instructions. You came in through the morgue. The morgue? Morgue? Listen carefully. You'll not interrupt. You'll take all your instructions clear to memory. I do exactly Look as he says. You. I feel like I'm a child all over again, and I've been conditioned to act, not think. Right beside the record I accept everything he says to me, as if it is my own thought. Something in the way he speaks, exactly that lower voice, the it's like I can't even hear it really. It's just the way everything should up. be. I try to block There's it no out, but I can't. Here. I guess I should be thankful Dead that he didn't say, you will only think about what I am saying, or I wouldn't even pocket, be able to do this. I reach into my pocket. It's right there where he says it is. I pull it out. Some picture of a guy with a gray tight face. About 50-something. Pin it on your lab coat. You're Dr. Helmut Vonnecker. You work in the records department during the day. You're working late tonight, though. I'm Helmut Vonnecker. And I knew I was, even though it wasn't true. Open the door to the hallway and peek outside. Do you see anyone? No. Walk out into the hall. Shut the door behind you and head out to your right. I'm walking. You'll see several doors on either side. Ignore them. You don't want the maintenance closet or the electric room. Excuse me, Helmet. Yes. Y yes. 
Who is it? Some guy in a lab coat. Don't panic. Find out what he wants. Do you have a key to the maintenance locker? I've got my raincoat from last week and it's, uh, it's coming down out there. Sure, no problem. Keys are in your right coat pocket. Yeah. Got them right here. Thanks. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, just the door down here. Right. Of course. Sorry, late night. You're usually done at five. Wrap it up and get going. I'm working late. I'm usually done at five. Alright. Well, uh... He suspects something. Do you know what this means? No! What? I mean... No. I'm just really tired. I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm just really tired. Sorry. I've got to get back to... Sure. Thanks again. Anytime. We don't like mistakes. He's gone. I'm heading to the door now. Mistakes cost lives. Remember that. I said he's gone. You leave me no choice. Don't. Listen carefully. Don't. Go back to the room. Close the door behind you. Make sure he is alone. Break his neck. Replace his body on the slab where you awoke. Return to this door. Make no noise. And that's exactly what I do. I'm as quiet as a church mouse. The voice in my head is not my own. None of the voices in my head are, actually. The one speaking right now is my own thoughts. At least, I think it is. But it's not my voice. It's actually the voice of a guy named Helmut Vanneker. Helmut works in the records department of a hospital. I don't know which one. It doesn't say on my badge. The badge I'm wearing with Helmut's face, my face. You see, I look just like Helmut. That's why they need me. Who are they? I don't rightly know. The other voice in my head is from an implanted radio receiver from another guy named Faustus who tells me I work for a group called the Post Office. I don't remember anything about my life. I do only what I'm told to do. I'm a helpless puppet. Faustus doesn't give a damn. For him, I'm just another tool for the post office. I'm just any man. Well done. Now into the room. Dead. Yes, focus on the task at hand. Better to leave unpleasantness behind you. He didn't have to die. Sometimes the greater good means making tough choices. Well, don't blame yourself. I don't. That's what I get when they give me untrained couriers. I'm inside. Let's get this over with. There is some benefit to stark reality. It makes you more efficient. There should be a wall bank of filing cabinets to on the far side of the room. You're looking alphabetically for Benson and Jerome. Take the file. Yes, I see them. What am I supposed to do when I get the file? Leave that to me. Have you located the drawer? Yes. Clayton, Carstairs, Benson, got it. Take the file and shut the drawer. My hand. What is it? It's... It's shaking. My, my skin is moving. It's going whiter, almost silvery. I was hoping that wouldn't occur quite yet, but we're okay. What's happening to me? Don't panic. You're just losing cohesion. 
it can only maintain another form for 24 hours. After that time, your body returns to its natural state. Natural state? I've seen my natural state before. In that holding cell. I looked like a mannequin. I don't care what my natural state is. Even being Helmut Vanneker is better than that. We'll need to hurry. This is actually a good thing. We just need to touch someone else's DNA in the hospital, and you can walk out the front door. Walk out? I'll meet you in the hey, main. Hey, who are you? Put your hands up, freak, and put down the file. This is Rogers. We have an intruder in Listen reference. carefully. Top pocket is a pen. Throw it and dispose of the guard. In a second, it's over. The pen flies across the air and embeds in the guard's eye. He dies quickly. Thank God. My mind is on what Faustus said, though. He says it every time. My brain's in a fog. Listen carefully. Coat pocket. Right-hand side. A box of matches. Open all the file cabinets and set the files on fire. There's only one sprinkler. Take up your coat and jam up the nozzle. That should buy you some time and cover. That's what he says. That's what those guys in the suits in the holding cell said. Listen carefully. That same tonality. Like it's a trigger or something. A prefix before I do exactly what they say. I'm halfway through letting up the records department and jamming up the sprinklers before I can put it together. My body is on automatic. I've got to think this out. Are you done? Yes. He can't see me. He said he can't hear things too well either. A sub-vocalizer can't have a lot of range. He's not in my thoughts, as much as it feels like he is. Go out the door. Take the staircase on the left. Don't wait. They'll be there in a minute. I follow Faustus's instructions, but the water on my face feels like I'm being baptized. Like I've got a second chance. Over there! Hey, stop! There's no time. I take the stairs and bounds. Faustus is still talking in my head. The main floor is three stories up. Touch someone and you'll take their shape, their identity. We're right there to pick you up. Don't forget the folder. I'm up two flights, and I don't feel the slightest bit wounded. I still can't breathe, but it's because of what I did to the guard. I know that. There's three of us here. I've got a newspaper in the waiting room. Tell us when you get here. I come out in a hallway. No one there. It's a small artery off the main hall. I can see people walking back and forth beyond. And there's a waiting room of people and doctors just opposite through the door. He'll be here. So where is he? Keep it down. He hasn't said anything in the last few minutes. Just keep your eyes open. What's he saying? Maybe he doesn't want to attract attention by talking to himself. Why don't you order him to show himself? Patience. He'll be here. Where else would he go? I just hate hospitals. He'll be here. Sick people. <laughs> At least you have full coverage with the post office. That's what I'm worried about. Here, give me that headset. We just make him wave his arms or something. People are going out all the time. Maybe you're right. I'll tune him up. Let's get by the doorway where they're leaving. I don't want too much attention. Excuse me? Sorry, ma'am. I just need to get through the doors. Of course. 
What'd you do that for? Couldn't he be a woman? I don't know. I never thought of that. He couldn't. Could he? Where are One you? One second, mister. Excuse me, I'm done my shift. Just a moment, Doc. You'll have to wait with everyone else in reception, I'm afraid. Now, you wait... That's all right. S- sorry, Doctor. But... No, we can wait. Thank you. What did you do that for? Listen, if it was him, I would have heard him speak on the headset when he was talking to you. Yeah, that's right. Just step in front of all the people going through and talk to them before they go through the doors. I'll take care of our courier from my side. Gotcha. One second, ma'am. Please, could you open the door, young lady? Uh, sure. Can you manage the wheelchair? Oh, him? Don't worry. He's just a little tired from the test. I'll get him home and he'll be Listen right as rain carefully. after supper. You're to make yourself okay. known to me when there you come you go, into ma'am. the waiting room. Have a good day. You'll see the man with the newspaper and say, Uncle Jim, nice and loud, so we'll know who you are. Pardon me. No. Now, see here. Not him either. My mistake. Thought you were someone else. Hey, you. Excuse me? Yeah, you. Where do you think you're going? I just need to get through the doors. Nope. Okay, you can go. Damn it. Where is he? Where are you? Listen carefully. Answer me now. Where are you? Where are you? No, you don't understand. Jim's right here. I went to the washroom after my tests. She's gone. She even took the wheelchair. Wheelchair? Hey, where did that old woman go? What? Which one? The old woman. The old woman pushing the man in the wheelchair. She left. Come on. Listen carefully. Where are you? Do you hear me? I said, listen carefully. Listen carefully. I can hear listen you just fine. Carefully. Listen But thanks carefully. to the old man's morphine, you where you are. your words listen don't have the same carefully. effect. Can you hear me? I found him in the washroom, struggling to take the top off his pills and roll the dice. Sorry, old man. You'll have to wait to get home. My, don't you look tired out. Did the doctor give you a stronger prescription? I'm not going to talk. No. Not until I figure a way to get Faustus out of my head. You just rest there. You've got a kind face. We'll be home before you know. Maybe I should just sleep here for a bit. Just rest. After all, they could be looking for a long time. Looking for just about any man. Episode 1, Awakenings, is written and directed by Jack J. Ward, with sound production by John Kyle and music by Sharon B. Rough editing by Shannon Hilchey. Sound effects were from the Free Sound Project. Episode 1 starred Corporate Spooks 1 and 2 with Jeremiah McCoy and Jonathan Tyson. The Dispatcher was Colleen McIsaac. Ken McAlpine as Doctor Number 1. J.T. Shea as Faustus. Elaine Barrett as the nurse. Rob Patterson as the young man. Paul Mannering as the man. Michael Chwastiak as the old man. Guard Number 2 was Ira Henderson. Chris Farrell was the hospital staff. Wendy Webb as the old woman. Julia Rossborough as Thug Number 1. And David Alt as the mysterious Mr. Philo. Jack Ward is any man. The Consortium Comics Hero Anthology series is an Electric Vicuna production. And that's this week's show. Blue Defender got a huge honor. The radio drama version you just heard was made over into an animated YouTube video. Go search Blue Defender in YouTube and you'll be able to find it out. 
Many of my students love Blue Defender and are overjoyed at my insistence that I wanted to write a five-part miniseries for our octogenarian hero. Any Man is also a series I've got at least an arc of five episodes in me for. I'd like to see the tale continue as our hero finds out who he is, where he comes from, and decides what he could become. Join us next week as we go back to the wavefront with three more features in one large release. Until then, please check out the new audio drama on our weekly show, The Sonic Society, at sonicsociety.org. And find out the latest news about EVP at evicuna.com. For all of us here at Electric Vicuna Productions, I'm Jack Ward. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.